This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with my friend Robert Embriali, a man I've known for a long time. He is known as a master coach, and he was trained by Tony Robbins beginning in 1995. He has since coached thousands of people and specializes in working with entrepreneurs, business owners, and professionals. He's an internet pioneer who made his first sale online in 1989, before I even knew what the internet was, and has helped his customers sell hundreds of millions of dollars online. Robert, always a pleasure. Welcome aboard. Adam, it is a pleasure to be here. I love you, and uh, you know, we've been hanging out for a lot of time, so we got to do it more often. Oh, yeah, we most certainly do. Most certainly do. All right, so (laughs) the first question is, and this is sort of a framing question, how does the work you do? Make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large? Oh, that is a great question. And, you know, I look at it this way. I look at a lot of the work that I do with coaches is to help them. And when you help one person become wealthier, stronger, better, it ripples out, right? So yes. it helps, they help their customers, and their customers get helped, and their customers help their families, and their families get helped, and it goes out from there. So I'm, I look at myself, my work really as a catalyst, and I don't mm-hmm. ever have the idea that I'm going to change the world because that's way too big. But instead, yep. I look at the one person that I'm working with, and I say, I'm going to change that person. That's powerful. And, uh, you know, in the green room, we were chatting a little bit about that, how I'm finding in some of my persuasive efforts that I do my best work when I have a chance to actually sit down with the person. I'm so introverted, exactly. they had to make a new category over on the introvert side scale. <laughs> what that means is I do my best work in, in one-on-one and small group situations. Yep. Yeah, yep. if we, yeah, if you and I were at a big networking event, um, I'd be hoping you were introverted too, so we could find a place out in the lobby. Awesome, we'll do it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all that being said, um, I mentioned you're a master coach. What exactly is it that you do? I help people really understand why uh, they're not successful financially. Uh, specifically. That's the big one. Uh, I can go back real quickly and give you a quick story. When I first started uh, teaching internet marketing, it was back in 1995, uh, at yep. a time where people didn't know what internet marketing was, right? Uh, Corey Rudel was some of the names that were out there. Frank Kern, uh, Joel yep. Com, these kind of people were out there. And I was one of that group. And, yep. uh, you know, we're teaching internet marketing. 
And I would bring people into uh, my events. At first, it was a one-day event, and I would get them in 8 o'clock in the morning. I would go to 5, 6 o'clock at night, and I would give them everything, a complete brain dump of Internet marketing. And at yeah. the end of the day, I would watch, and they're like, you know, their heads are like jello. They're, they're totally swamped with, with information. Uh-huh. And I'd watch them over three, four, six months, and very few of them would actually do anything with it. That frustrated me because I wasn't getting yeah. the impact that I wanted. So I said, you know what? They need more time with me. So I expanded it. I said, okay, we're going to do a Friday night and a Saturday. Same result. Still not enough time. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go 36 hours. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I did that. Same result. So I got the brilliant idea. I said, you know what they're missing? 52 hours. That's, what, that's the magic number. One hour a week for a year. Guess what? Same result. Only a handful would actually do anything with the information. So wow. in 2004, I decided, you know what? Something's wrong here. Something's I'm missing the yeah. boat on something. Yeah, for our listeners, do, you're getting a history lesson from a guy who was there and helped write it. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I started to look at, around 2004, I started to look at, okay, what's really going on here? Why aren't they more successful? So I started to coach them. Instead of in a group uh, setting or, or a seminar setting, I got them one-on-one. Okay, what's really going on? And what I found was it's what's going on between the ears, had nothing to do with the marketing, nothing to do with the how-to. I mean, I got to the point, Adam, where I actually gave them a rubber-stamped copy of my entire website. The only thing that was different was the domain name. They were selling the same products, the same price, the same sales letters, the same design, the same graphics, the same everything. They'd still fail. I believe it. it. And it wasn't until I started working on their mindset and figuring out what their beliefs were that they picked up in early childhood uh, surrounding money and success and whether or not they deserve it and, you know, started to break through that. Every one of them is a little bit different. When I started to work with them one-on-one, then all of a sudden I start to see things like I did uh, my very first seminar on this topic in 2006. I had 10 people in the room. One of them walked out of there $50,000 richer. Another one had $10,000. Another one had $25,000. Crazy when you get the mindset right. All of a sudden, you start to see the opportunities yeah. of being in front of you right. all along, you know? Yeah. And you're right about the childhood stuff. I mean, I've, uh, I've worked with clients and I've done my own studies in areas like inherited traumas, resonance yeah. repatterning, past life regression, uh, some of that stuff that seems a bit woo-woo, but it really goes to the core. And we can cite examples from our childhoods. Um, I had awesome parents. I, I can tell you that. I, I love them dearly. And at the same time, they didn't know what they didn't know, and they didn't know who to ask. And the only examples they had were the generation before them. That's the issue. Um, If you're having an argument with your significant other or a family member, chances are go back three generations and somebody in your ancestry had that exact same argument. It's been handed down. Yep. It's because of the patterns. and, um, And it's all about breaking the cycle. So when the work that we do is looking at business creators and entrepreneurs, and what's What's stopping them? Sometimes it's called imposter syndrome. Sometimes it's called perfectionism. Sometimes it's a confidence issue. It could be a lot of different things. And I've been amazed how many times I've done this work with clients. And it's really boiled down to that one day in seventh grade, their report card wasn't perfect. That and most of the the programming and our belief systems are formed before the age of seven. People are shocked about this. It's like, you don't know anything about yourself and you're seven years old, five years old, Mm -hmm. four years old, and yet your beliefs around money, your beliefs around, you know, confidence, all of this stuff is is programmed into you by the time you're seven. And we carry it the rest of our lives unless we intervene and change it. 
And we don't even know yeah. it's there because it's like opening up your Windows computer. Do you know what Windows is doing on your machine? No. You open it up no. and I open up my email. I don't really care yeah. what happens. But yeah, if you change something at up, that level. It play, good, go. Yeah, and if you change something at the programming level, at the Windows level, right, the yeah. operating system level, it changes everything else. It changes how everything else yeah. works. So that's the key. That's what we got to get to. We got to get to what's going on. What's your operating system? Let's make corrections where needed. And then the rest of it flows. And I don't have to worry about it. Marketing is common sense. I know people get real upset when I say that, yep. but it's common sense, right? You're marketed yeah. to all day long. You know why you're buying. It's easy to figure out what people want and then deliver it to them. Really, it's not yep. harder than that. It's getting yep. you out of the way. That's the harder part. Yep, exactly. So we're about to switch into, for the second half, you're sort of a lightning round. Uh, we're going to discover a bit more about your business and a bit more about you. But I want to make one more super quick point. I want to take 20 seconds doing it. Going back to what you said about the seven-year-old mark. I did an unofficial social experiment a couple years ago where I just, I messaged random people online, uh, saw people in my travels, and I just said, who is our greatest president? And they gave all kinds of different answers. You could run the gamut. I'm going to guesstimate that in about 85 to 90% of the, the, the time that, you know, when I compared the ages of these people or the, the rough ages, the person they were saying was the greatest president was the one who was president when they were about eight or nine years old. Because that's when they first got their conception of what a president of the United States is. So subconsciously, they compare all the subsequent presidents to that one, and they just don't measure up. Should we because be worried? they're different than the mold. I don't know. Should we be worried right now at what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying anything more, but that you know. All right. Okay. So now let's uh, let's uh, first of all uh, dig uh, just very briefly into a couple things about uh, perceptions of your business. So, what are three of the most frequently asked questions you get from folks who are going through their process of deciding to work with you? I'll tell you the the big one, and everyone thinks that their life is different. And everyone thinks what they're going through, nobody else is going through. Such yeah. nonsense, so BS, right? So the question they'll always ask is, will it, will it work for me? And you don't understand me because you don't understand, blah, 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 and they go on with their story. And it's like, the truth of the matter is, we're really not that complex as human beings. We think we are, right. but we all suffer from the same issues because we're brought up in the same soup, the same society. We've had access to the same media, the same school system, the same everything. Yep. And all of these things, you can sort of chop away at them and figure out what's going on and get to the answers pretty quickly. So, yeah, that's yeah. the thing that comes up more than anything. It's like, yeah, will it work for me? Because, you know, I'm different than everyone else. No, you're not. You're like everyone else, too. What it is, is it's, it's our society bans us from talking politics, talking sex, talking religion, talking mm -hmm. subjects that actually matter. So yeah. we all think that we're in this bubble and we're the only ones thinking this way until you start talking about these things and you realize, oh, you're having the same issue, too? Oh, you're having it, too? Yeah. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny you mentioned sex and marketing. Um, how many marketers do you know, um, influencers you know, NLP teachers do you know, who are or were also seduction or dating coaches? I can name three off the top of my yep, head. One of them absolutely. is a client of mine. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what are some questions or, or question or two that you wish people would ask as part of that process? I, you know, I look for a person who comes to me hungry. So yeah. when they say, I'm ready, I'm sick and tired of what's been going on, I need something different, I need to change the pattern because I keep getting the same results no matter what I do. That's what I'm looking for. When I see that, I go, okay, you're easy to work with and I can make a huge impact in your life because you're open. So someone comes to me and, and they're, 
not sure, they're on the fence, then I know they're not ready. They're not, not my client. I got to yeah. get them when they're hungry. So when they come to me and they, they show yeah. me that they're hungry, I'm in. Let's go. That's what you wish they would ask. That's what you wish they would show you is that they are. And, and, I'm, and I'm hearing Les Brown saying, I'm hungry. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's, have, let's discover a little bit more about Robert. What is something that people who know you would be surprised to learn about you? Uh, people who know me don't know that my background actually was in commercial photography, cinema communications, video, and all the rest of that kind of thing. And okay. that I was extremely shy in high school. Yeah. To the point where, you know, my nickname was Paint. Because I would just blend into the walls. Nobody even knew I was there. Which, by the way, wow. was a great skill set to have if you're a photographer. Because I got the most yes. amazing candidates. People didn't even know I was there. Right? Uh -huh. But it doesn't serve you when you come out into the public. And in 1995, I knew that I needed to. I was at a Tony Robbins event in Denver, Colorado as one of the coaches. And uh, I really knew that the next step for me was to become a public speaker. Now, super shy guy, public speaker, that's quite a, quite a jump, isn't it? Yeah. Right? And uh, so I had the opportunity. Tony dragged me up on stage uh, in that event. And I was like scared like you would not believe. It felt like lightning going through my body in fear. Yep. Uh, but within three minutes of being on stage and 1,900 people out there, uh, the fear went away. And all of a sudden, yep. my, world, my life's biggest fear was gone in minutes. And I came back home after that and I scheduled two public seminars. I'd never spoken before in front of a crowd. And here I sc scheduled two public seminars, three hours each. Ballsy. Yeah. I'm so introverted, they had to make a new category on the left end of the scale for me. So people wonder, <laughs> how am I a public speaker? Exactly. Well, the, an the, an the answer is very simple. When I'm up on stage, I don't have to deal with large groups of people. The people are down here. So uh, what I discovered, it's not about shyness or lack of social skills or anything like that. It's just simply how you gain and expend energy from social interactions. Now I know, okay, I got to go to a networking event i got to mentally prepare myself for three days. If I'm going to be around people for an extended period of time, downtime afterward already scheduled. Where yeah. I can just crash out and then I'm great. I've worked with so many speakers who, before they go on stage, they're panicked, they're sweating, they're, they're yep. shaking, they don't know what they're doing. And I put my hands on their shoulders and I say, stop, <laughs> look at me for a second. I yep. said, you've got the spotlight pointed in the wrong direction. They go, what are you talking about? I said, you think the spotlight's on you. You're wrong. It's on them. They're here you know, to hear from you, but really your energy needs to be on them. It's not about you. It yeah, doesn't matter anything about you. It's just go and, and deliver. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just go, oh, the pressure's off now. The spotlight's on them. Okay, uh -huh. I see. And, and they completely flip it. And then they're able to go out and give a great presentation when the fear goes away. Yeah. 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 So what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I made an impact. Okay. I had a, a client come in here yesterday, and he asked me a very powerful question that's kind of been resonating with me. I'm like, he says to me, what is, how does it feel to be able to have a 10-minute conversation with somebody and shift their perspective like you do every time I come into this office? Yeah. I said, that's what I'm going to be remembered for. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go a couple extra minutes here because, as you can tell, you and I just have such a vibe and such a flow, and I don't want to miss out on this. So we'll go an extra five minutes for you so we can get through the rest of this. So let's not feel too rushed. If you, if, uh, if you go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing that has happened, anything like that, what would it be and why? 
I would have gotten involved with uh, Tony Robbins a lot earlier. I started in yep. uh, late 1994, 1995, yep. before I went to my first seminar. And yep. it, it has always come to me, uh, the message is like, why don't we learn about emotional intelligence in school? They teach us the how-to, the logic side. The logic side is yeah. the smallest part of the brain. It's only the 20%, where the emotion is the 80%. Correct. We knew nothing about it. Why are there so many suicides in high school? So much depression, so much... Because as teenagers, we've yep. got all these emotions railing. We don't know what to do with them. We have no skills yeah. whatsoever. And it's like, why couldn't I have that in high school? That's what I would have changed. Not being taught the skills. Mm. You've got all the hormonal stuff going on. Yep. You've got the peer pressure. You've got the media influence and everything else. Oh, my goodness gracious. I barely made it myself. <laughs> you got the self-esteem issues. Yep. you got the peer uh -huh. pressure. Yeah, uh -huh. it just, it's yeah. hard to deal with. Yeah. Yep, yep. So what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what questions would you have for them if you had the opportunity? Hey, you know, my favorite right now is Tony Robbins, always has been. Uh, <laughs> and, and the reason is, and I'll tell you the reason. People say, oh, you're, you're, you're just part of the cult or whatever. I said, you know, when I first met Tony, uh, one of the things that I saw from him was what he calls integrity. His definition yeah. of integrity isn't honesty. You think integrity is honesty. Integrity to me is he's the same person on stage as he is backstage, as he is at home. That was integrity yeah. to me. And I started, when I got to meet him backstage and I got to spend time with him and I realized, you know what? This is the same guy, same heart, same everything. So yep. many speakers I've met come up on stage and it's an act for them. Okay, the spotlight's on me, bam, I'm gonna deliver this yeah. presentation I've rehearsed a million times, it's an act. And then they come off stage and they're a different person and recognize them. Out of integrity. I do, yeah, I do better with the written word than the spoken word, yeah. and I'll even address that when I get up on stage. I'll say, hey, look, sometimes I am going to read that slide word for word. I know that's a cardinal sin. However, <laughs> science shows that there are certain things when I say them and you can see them at the same time, and it will more than double your comprehension, so I'm doing you a favor. Is that okay? Of and then I get a is. response from that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. As your hat so what, says, yes. <laughs> yes, just say yes. What motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? I have a tool that I use and I share with my clients uh, to do this as well, is to get testimonials from every seminar, every call that you do, every webinar that you're on. Just send out emails, get feedback. Because when yes. you're having those days where you don't believe in yourself anymore, and I've had those days as well, I have binders full that I can go through, open up, and see the nice things that people have said to me. It doesn't take a, you know, two, three, four minutes and all of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to feel better already because I know I've made an impact in all these people's lives. You forget it. You know, we, we tend to focus on what's wrong, what's not working, and we forget about all the things that have been working and been working really well. Powerful tool. Yeah. yeah. So finally, and I know you have a special gift for our listeners, and I'll introduce it to them, but in general, what is one action you would recommend our listeners take as soon as they finish streaming this interview? Well, the number one thing you have to do is wake up in the morning. Number one, first thing in the morning when you wake up is focus on something good. Now, what happens is you might think, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Rob. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is it sets, sets the tone for the day. If you wake up and the first words out of your mouth are the F word and this, that, the other thing, and you're pissed <laughs> off, guess what kind of day you're going to have, right? It doesn't go away. It doesn't, it doesn't shift easily. So you've got to set that foundation. You've got those few moments when you're first waking up and just say, wow, I'm glad I have another day. Uh, today I woke up and the first thing I said, yeah, I'm going to spend time with Adam today. And I just thought about that and I said, it made me feel good. And I was like, all right, I'm ready for the day now. And just put yeah. yourself in a better space. It makes a big, big, big difference. I know it sounds rudimentary. Try it for 10 days. See if your life doesn't change. It will.
I, hey, the way, I always try and start my day off with a positive somehow, whether it's a win for myself, a win for our clients. Um, and I also have another rule. No email, no phones, no social media, no nothing until I've done something to put money on the board for that day. Because that. the way I look at it is even if the whole rest of the day goes to hell, and even if there's a disaster waiting for me the moment I log in, the day wasn't a total waste. I had a win. It is more important for a man to have a win at the end of the day than it is for a woman. Women tend to be more into process, but the male ego, the male uh, way yep. we operate, the male character, if you will, um, we have to have a win. So I encourage you to do whatever you can to feel those wins early in the day because it'll make the rest of the day yep. roll well. And rather than waiting till okay, it's 11 o'clock at night, and I better read five pages of this book before I go to bed, so I feel like I've done something for the day. Try to do it earlier in the day, and it'll really start building momentum throughout the day. Awesome, awesome. Well, first of all, Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. And before everybody logs off here, I know you have a little something for us, so I'm going to introduce it for you. It's funny you mentioned what we learn and don't learn in school. If you're watching the video version of this, you see a URL that just appeared on your screen. I'm going to read it out loud slowly one time for those of you who are out jogging and otherwise come to the post for this episode at brilliancepluspassion.com. It is www.uwitv.com forward slash stw uwitv.com forward slash stw and what you will be receiving and i've just signed up for this myself while robert was giving his previous answer it's your copy a free copy of secrets of wealth 10 brilliant strategies for creating lasting wealth i can't wait to sink my teeth in with that robert Embriali, thank you again it's been an honor and believe me in education thank you adam i really appreciate it hope we can do it again sometime Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,